Are we recording? We're recording part two. I think we had our first podcast scare. We had a, yeah, malfunction. But we can re-intro ourselves. Yes. I think the, I think the general consensus is that, like, we're supposed to be loud and energetic and, like, welcome to our podcast <laughs> and we're podcasting, but I, don't, I genuinely don't think that, like, meshes with our yeah. internal, like, clocks and behaviors but agreed this is the rain check podcast right why would you say rain check the weather is clean and clean. uh check two yeah rain check two we've rain had check one two we've had several rain checks in the creation of this podcast and i think that was the genesis of the name yes. i really like that word genesis that's a good one yeah i'm gonna steal that one genesis um what was i saying but um but yeah i think you know like we mentioned in our in our earlier part of this i don't know if we're gonna add it in but i think it's just a way to collect our conversations you know we i think we speak a lot and so being able to speak and share it or one of the joys of being able to speak is being able to share ideas with other people and i Mm -hmm. think you know that's the cool part about having a podcast like this so I'm M. And I'm JL. <laughs> and yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna we talk. Are. Yeah, we we got a, a solid how long was that? Probably like 10, 15 I'd minutes say so, yeah. Talking and then realized that we we had not been recording the audio. So Well, we might have been. No, because I don't think it was on though. Oh. Now it's on. We had some malfunctions already. Um and this is what happens when you get, well, I'm a procrastinator. I don't know if you consider yourself a procrastinator. Say so. That's that's what happens when you get two procrastinators together. I'm a, I'm a paralysisinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which manifests itself into procrastination. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That exactly. Uh, but we got it, hopefully, this time. And yeah, here we are recording a conversation. In fact, that was... A name idea of yours it was a collection of conversations for public consumption that Uh was it which i like the alliteration of but it was too fucking long (laughs) for my liking but it's cool i think it's a good like i think it's a good bio like i said but rain check is just quick and to the point yeah and i think there are a lot of rain checkers out in this world very much so (laughs) um sometimes you need a rain check though like I think I remember the first time my dad ever gave me like a rain check and we were supposed to do something. And he was like, yeah, like I just need a rain check today. And I was like, interesting. Yeah. I've never heard that, but OK. And so sometimes there are instances where it's like, yo, I like don't feel well or like there's yeah. stuff I have to do or it's just like it's not the day to be doing this. Yeah. You know? And so it's important to be able to have be able to. First, have the courage to even say that, because in a lot of cases, people are just like, oh, I'm going to fight through yeah. it. Um, but have the courage to, like, have a rain check and then have someone that's, like, understanding of it on the, like, other end of, of the spectrum. So. Definitely. Um, I feel like rain check didn't come into my vocabulary for a while. Not until college, I think... Probably when the mental illness kicked in a little bit more is mm-hmm. when the rain check started coming around. And 
I mean, I, I, I had a bad bout of a lot of rain checks over the past year. Mm. Um, but I'm definitely in a place more where I want to hold to my, cause I feel like I was on the other side of it where I, like, I love me a good rain check, like too much. It's like I'll rain check all the time. I'll rain check left and right. Like I'll, I'll rain check you if I'm not feeling up for it. But now I want to become less of a rain checker because I want to be there actually really yeah and not just yeah i mean and it should be a tool right like it's not like never rain check but just use rain check when you really need yeah. a rain check yeah. um, but it's it's always uh i feel like it it uh, like you said in college like it comes to play when you gain a better sense of self mm -hmm. and like like you're like okay like well i think for me the big thing was realizing like i need like to recharge and like heal myself mm -hmm. in order to be there fully. And if I'm not gonna be there fully, it doesn't really make sense to be there at all. Right. And so that's kind of like, I would rather someone say, hey, I'm, I'm gonna be like a lackadaisical, like <laughs> let me down and not be there. Right. Then like come and like thug it out and like ruin right. the, the uh, experience for me. So, and not ruin the experience for me, but just like, not have it be as fruitful as it could possibly right. be and so it's important it you know? is i guess there's a true true sense of the word rain check which i think is what you're speaking of when it's like you really spiritually need to not be there mm -hmm. and then there's also if you lean into that too much then you just are bailing like i feel like bailing is different and a little more it feels more insidious where it's like <laughs> like yeah, you're just flaking out last minute, not for any good particular reason. But then there's also like, like you said, coming into yourself more. And like, if you have a hangout with someone that you don't necessarily want to hang out with, and then you rough it out, that just, I mean, that just sucks. Like I've done that many, I've done that many a time and it's not until, and then I would start, I feel like that's when I would start bailing when it'd be like, I don't actually want to hang out with you. I shouldn't have made plans in the first place. And that's what, where I'm at now, where it's like, if I don't want to hang out with you, I'm just going to make that clear. And then we don't even have to rain check because we don't have plans in the first right. place. <laughs> no is very powerful. <laughs> like, you know what? No, not really. Or like, just like giving your excuse up front like instead of waiting until like when you ask mm -hmm. me i'll be like you know what i think i like may have something <laughs> you know i'm just a really busy person and then in some cases you know you put the onus on yourself in a lot of cases and be like oh you know like i'll let right. you know and then never right. which that actually may be worse than the rain yeah. check because then you leave someone like hanging there so just say no you know just, just yeah say no. yeah just, just be honest just get the ball like grow the balls and say no and i'm still i'm working on that right now like i just have per a person that like keeps wanting to hang out and i'm trying to be like like i'm busy but i'll let you know like when i'm free and then they just keep hitting me up and it's like at what point do i just be like yo like I tried to be nice about this, but... But is that nice? I mean, if I'm like, like, I truly to this person, I'm like, I'm grinding right now, like, I'll let you know 
when like I'm free like it, like I don't want to be it's hard to really be like I don't want you. like how can you be like, nicely be like I don't want you in my life like how do you, how can you go about that being like just be like yo I don't feel like that's this so is... rough though but I feel like that's better than like stringing someone along it's true but it's hard like if they're mutuals too that like you actually fuck with and then it's like yeah just drama I just like but I'm... it's like for me just pulling the band-aid off quickly <laughs> is like it hurts but it's like all right true all right it's over with true like, we're just gonna and then it's just gonna go on it's like bleeding out like if i'm gonna <laughs> die like shoot me in the head you know what i'm saying like That's i don't want to bleed out you know so <laughs> but i think we all like grow like we we uh we grow into our community Cation styles, mm-hmm. um, and we like figure it out. I think that's the, like experiencing because no one really tells you like when you grow up. People teach you a lot of stuff, but like how to like interact socially is in mm. is in like a well like right. taught part of life. Right, and so that's the one thing where it is trial and error it in is. a lot of cases. Um, that's true. I also feel like in depending on the environment you grew up in or like the the spaces that you spent a lot of time in like at college for us like you kind of just it's such a small school at least this was my experience that like you you have to be I had to be friends with a lot of people that I probably didn't necessarily want to be friends with because it's so situational and it's so, such a like such a microcosm is that the word that the word yeah such a microcosm that like if a b and c are all friends you want to break things off with c like b it's like a package deal so it's like mm-hmm. you can't even amicably let someone go without there just being like an explosion of drama that was my own experience so i feel like i'm trying to unlearn that and it's easy in like a big city it's much easier in a mm-hmm. space like this where it's yeah. like i pro- hopefully fingers crossed will never see you but at the same time what when I least expect to see someone or want to see someone is kind of when I see them a lot around here. And when I want to see someone, I never see them, which I don't know, maybe that's cosmic. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it, it may be cosmic because <laughs> it may be karma for not doing the thing in that other kind of area of life. I yeah. could see that being being very true, but yeah i don't know we kind of we pick and choose our bottles and like our bottles yes <laughs> battles but um battles battles yeah yeah <laughs> bottles is funny <laughs> i'm hearing things so. yeah no i didn't say that that's 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 funny <laughs> uh but yeah no um it's funny that we're like a lot of this is based around like conversation i've been meaning to ask you right I, like, what do you think constitutes a fruitful conversation? Um, I think, to me, a true, like, conversation where each party, like, gleans something from it is one where, this is something that you talked to me about, is, like, active listening. Mm. And it's, like, each person truly listens to the other and then responds to what the other person is saying 
not and this is something i have to check myself on and honestly have been since you brought this up but like not like someone says something and then you file away in the back of your mind what you want to say till they're, they're done talking because mm-hmm. that's not active listening and it's just like waiting your turn to mm-hmm. blabber and that i feel like has to do with ego but truly listening to the other person and responding to what they say because then it's 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 interactive and it's like a it's like co-creative like you're doing it you're building upon each other rather than talking at each other like the thing Mm -hmm. i hate probably most in the world is being talked at and just people like bombarding you and like not listening back like i really hate it so that's something that i'm trying to work on myself um but at the same time it's like maybe sometimes i just need to be talked at and that's a way for me to practice patience and eventually maybe i'll come out of the quote unquote conversation with something that i wouldn't have otherwise so it's all subjective i guess but like what do you think i mean i think that last example isn't necessarily a conversation though that's more so like a lesson Hmm. in a lot of cases um i definitely agree i think listening is a big part of it i've i've been like um because i want to start like interviewing people and so i've been trying to understand like well what makes someone want to open up or what what Mm. kind of makes someone like willing to speak because in a lot of cases people don't want to talk like i think we talk every day but if you ask how many people like actually enjoy like having a conversation it may not be as much as we think and so for me it's like definitely listening definitely like co-creation i like that Mm -hmm. a lot that like we kind of build each other because if we're just going straight mm-hmm. at each other, it doesn't go anywhere. But also like different aspects of conversations, like embracing awkwardness is like, mm. we're starting a podcast. Like this is like, you're nervous. Like yeah. you don't, and like, so that's important. Like if something is awkward nowadays, I'm just going to be like, hey, this is awkward. And like, <laughs> you know, and then, but that it like, there's so many, I feel like, conversation is about breaking like barriers in a lot of way Mm. like it's like and not in the way where it's like let me break down a barrier so i can like take um adam advantage of you but like break down a barrier so now we have a foundation to build on Mm -hmm. um and so that's yeah embracing like awkwardness humor is a big part of it Mm. for me like i love when i can like laugh and like have someone else laugh because that opens up another like chasm of people um and storytelling like my goal in every conversation Mm -hmm. most conversations is to get someone to tell a story like that's where i want to lead to and so i've been in like ubers lately and i'm like like i gotta figure out like what's going on or like like how did this happen like and not that anything i'm just like i've been so curious curiosity is a big part of like like you have to be i think people can feel when you're generally interested Mm -hmm. in what they're trying to say definitely and so just having that like yo i'm just really interested in like your experience as a human Mm -hmm. Um, i think all those things and then just being like a person and being like i have my experience but you have your own experience right and taking like people for like your you're the expert of your own experience. Yeah. Like I have my own advice, but like this is based on my experience. And right. so anything I say, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. It's just words. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I like talking to people. I I enjoy talking to people too, and I feel like a lot of it and engage, truly engaging in a conversation is being present and and like you said, curiosity and and like expressing genuine interest in a person. Like something that I try to do is if I go to the store, if I get a coffee or something, like the person asks, "Oh, like how are you doing?" I'm like, "Good." And how are you? And like really try to like engage that person and not just treat it transactionally but be like i'm a human you're a human like offering a moment of humanity i feel like that's important because it can be easy to just feel like a cog in the wheel and like be just like a thing or a way for people to get things so like engaging and like that eye contact eye contact is something i've been working on a lot too I feel that when I'm most fearful, like most in my head or in myself, I can't look people in the eye because I guess maybe I'm scared for them to see inside of me or just like I'm at a place that I can't handle seeing someone. Because, you know, like I truly think that like the eyes are the gateway to the soul. Like Mm -hmm. it, it, it's intense, especially if you really are engaging there. So if like if I'm not in a place where I feel like I can take on another person or like I'm scared to let someone else see inside of me, then like the eye contact is not there and like all the formalities, how are you doing this and that? Like, it's just like habit. Like I'm just forcing whatever comes out automatically. So so recently just trying to really be engaging, be curious, look people in the eye, be like, I'm a human. You're like acknowledging someone's humanity, even like seeing people on the street. Like, like even if I don't have change or anything to give them just like looking them in the eye and being like i acknowledge like i acknowledge you i see that you're another human like you're not just just like you're you're a suffering human like i just want to acknowledge that and let you know that i see you like letting it's like that's what it is really it's just being like i see you and you as corny as it is like everyone just wants to be seen like that's what a lot of being a human is and like coping mechanisms and addictions is is wanting to be seen and, and trying to fill that hole somehow so yeah just being genuinely curious and I feel like no matter the person you kind of can always get something glean something from a conversation with another human whether it's someone that you never thought you would interact with or someone that you simply don't want to interact with even if it's someone that you don't want to interact with you can at least be like, okay, maybe this is something I'm going to try and stay away from. Like, mm-hmm. biases exist to push you towards what you like and what your path is in the universe. But then again, sometimes if you're fearful of something, then you need to le- lean into it. And that's another thing I feel like I've been experiencing lately is just like leaning into discomfort <laughs> because some you always get something out of it. If even if it's only the satisfaction of having get through it, having gotten through it. Um, that was a crazy tangent, but yeah, these are just, I feel like these are just things that I've been dealing with lately. Yeah, and it's so like applicable. Like I, discomfort has been my like, like, um, I don't know what's the word, but that's been like my like calling card in the past few weeks. Like I'm like, actively trying to find situations where i'm like oh fuck i feel so awkward like that's my like every time it happens i smile a little bit because i'm like oh 
fuck, like I'm about to learn something, you know? And so like recently I had an instance where I went to like um, the club because I wanted to see a, um, a DJ spin there and all of my friends were like gone and busy and I was like, like, and I hate being in, like, I I just don't like, one, I don't really like being out. I'm not, like, or I haven't been the most, like, social person in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even around my friends, I'm, like, the awkward one that's, like, mm-hmm. standing. But I was, like, yo, I'm just going to go by myself. And, like, I went to the club and, like, I got there. Mm-hmm. And I, would like, went straight to the um, a restroom and was, like, all right, like, this is kind of yeah. awkward. And then I went and got a, a drink, a little Moscow mule, you know, mm-hmm. man, with my little <laughs> hipster. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, after I finish this drink, I'm just going to go onto the dance floor. I'm going to find my little mm-hmm. spot and I'm just going to dance. And for the first five minutes, I was kind of like, damn, this is like... Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. And then eventually, like, music started coming on. And I started feeling on, um, feeling it. And I ended up dancing for, like, two and a half hours just by myself <clears throat> in, like, a little corner wow. of the club. And, like, I left and I was, like, there, there, there was a point at the start of that night where I felt the, like, discomfort and i was about to leave Mm -hmm. i was about to like go into my normal like coping of like i feel awkward i Mm -hmm. don't have to be here like that's been my thing like Mm -hmm. if i feel uncomfortable i don't have to which is true but i would have never had that experience of like now i feel like i can go in the club and like dance anytime Mm -hmm. like i've never felt that way in my life Mm -hmm. and it took like getting through that little like discomfort and that little like awkwardness to be like all right like I can, you know, go through hard things and come out of the, like, other side of it. You know, it deals with that, like, pain and pleasure complex. Definitely. It's important. It Um, is. Yeah. It's very fun. Especially, like, hard conversations as well is, Mm -hmm. like, a very, like, there's some conversation. I'm like, I do not want to sit down and talk about that. But then you get to the end and it's like, one, it wasn't that bad. And I got something from it. So I definitely agree. Definitely. Yeah. And obviously, it's like getting that weight lifted up with the hard conversations. Like, it's like that's not no longer burdening your mind. But like, as far as going out, I feel like more and more, I'm just, you just realize that everyone's so, I mean, I feel like, I don't know if this is just a contemporary thing, but I feel like everyone is dealing with their own shit and everyone's so self-absorbed and I don't want to say narcissistic although I do think about that a lot but it's like as much as you're thinking about yourself and how you're being perceived and this and that that's pretty much everyone's own experience as well like no not everyone is just staring at you in the club and like Mm -hmm. like and this is obviously like I'm saying this about myself like it's like people aren't paying attention as much as you think they are like everyone's absorbed in their own troubles and their own you know narratives of their own lives and thinking of what other people are thinking of themselves and um, but sure there are times that people might like be noticing you but it's like people people really don't care that much and like 
that's freeing, but that also can be scary at the same time because it can feel isolating. But like in the context of feeling embarrassed or feeling awkward, it's just like no one's really paying attention that much. Like Mm -hmm. not really. And the more that you just, like you said, like lean into that discomfort, then you just find out that it isn't as profound like a feeling as you think it is. Like Mm -hmm. it's really just a hurdle. And I mean, yeah, just... I feel like I, I've just been dealing with shit and like having hard, hard conversations too. And like some that I was just putting off for a long time or postponing so much because of the fear of what would come out on the other side or like how it would change my reality. But it's just like, I'm finding that life just goes on and like things will happen or I'll be triggered by something and, and I'm not, one, I'm not just discounting triggers because as much as you can live presently, like triggers can, as much as I like kind of hate that word, it's like triggers can be a very real thing. And if you see something that reminds you of like a traumatic event or time in your life, then that can resurface deep emotions and not so pleasant ones. But it's like not trying to push that feeling away also not trying to wallow in that feeling and like self-pity and just exacerbate it but just acknowledging it and sitting with it and feeling it and you know it's not fun per se it's not that pleasant but if you just sit with it and embrace it almost it just it passes much quickly than you would think like I've been having so many instances like that where it just I'm really scared or or I'm just feeling extremely uncomfortable and I just sit and I'm like, okay, this isn't fun, but like, let's just get through it and just sit, just sit. And it passes in half an hour, like probably like 15 minutes, it just passes. And then life is back where it was. And obviously that's not the case for every like horrible thing that happens, but truly if you don't feed it, if you don't try to shove it away, like it'll, it just passes. That's just how it goes. And then you just go back to equilibrium and it's like, wow, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happens when I don't exacerbate and compound these, these emotions I'm experiencing. It's mm-hmm. just, it's been, it's been an interesting realization for myself recently. Yeah. It's like scratching an itch in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And as a person with sensitive skin, like <laughs> I like, do you mean literally sensitive? Like, like, do you actually have sensitive? Like, I get really? welts and stuff like that. Like, I didn't know that. My head is like, I have to go see someone. Like, <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, if you can stand the itch for a little, you can stand the like discomfort for a bit. It goes away. Mm-hmm. Where if you feed into it, it mm-hmm. just keeps getting worse and worse, and you get more aware of it. Mm-hmm. And you get more involved in it and, it and and it overcomes you in a lot of mm-hmm. cases where it's like the um abilitating mm-hmm. um in a lot of ways and you kind of just got to find ways to just absorb it i kind of you were speaking and it kind of like um brought up uh eckhart toll a bit mm. where he's like <laughs> where he 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 he, he says like you kind of have to like observe your mind like it's a child and Mm -hmm. it's like oh it's funny that you're thinking about that thing that used to make you mad five years ago and so like once you get to the point you can like 
observe things and be like oh okay i I see this trigger i see how it's making me feel Mm -hmm. i don't have to like i can indulge in it or i can do this that and the third but the Mm -hmm. fact that i'm aware of it i can act accordingly Mm -hmm. whereas like in the past it's just unconscious action Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and so um it's nice like one thing i've been really like enjoying is like I feel like myself and everyone around me is getting to the point where we're like, okay, I've been this way my entire life. I'm reali- I'm realizing I've been this way. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to like figure out why I've this way, mm-hmm. why I've been this way and maybe now figure out how I can change it. And so now I'm really excited for like these next few mm-hmm. few years where I'm around people who I've always enjoyed, but now they're starting to define themselves for themselves. And Mm -hmm. so now it's like you were already really cool, but now you're like actually like who you Mm -hmm. are and who you want to be. And Mm -hmm. so it just like enhances that. Mm -hmm. And like like I have like good people around me and just like um, like recognizing the potential that we have to be like so much more than we have been even though we've already been like Mm -hmm. so much Uh, so it's just nice you know like we're capable of change and like we can become we don't have to be become superstars we can just be become better versions um, of ourselves and so i'm excited about life i have my down days but um, i think my outlook is positive yeah (laughs) No, I heard recently someone said, like, I never have bad days, just bad moments. And that really stuck with me because, I mean, the other day I had, like, I had such a good day. Like, things, I was up early, I was doing things, like, on my grind. And then something happened and it just put me in a funk. And I was I was just wallowing in that funk and just, like, walking around with stinky vibes And I thought of that quote and I was just like, like I was ready to paint my whole day as having been bad when it really was only like an instant or a moment um, that was bad. And and again, just like letting those things pass instead of instead of letting it taint like your your entire experience of your day. But um, I mean, yeah, I'm. As far as like, I also I'm just trying to surround myself with people that are that want to better themselves as well, um, and it's hard. It's hard because I'm seeing a distinction now where there are people that around me that are really striving for like superstardom or, or like fame and money, and then there are people that are just want to be better versions of of themselves, and I think that in becoming the better version of yourself good things will spring forth from that naturally like i think up like truly stepping into who you're supposed to be will lead to things such as i mean if you want fame it it can lead to that if you want prosperity it'll lead to that um but like i think it doing that in a more pure sense has to do with working on yourself first and it's just hard when i see these people that that are just just want the material things at whatever cost and like me having to take a step back and just be like as much as I want that for you as well if it's at the cost of like 
your integrity or your relationships or this or that like it's just not energy that i can be around right now because it does it i mean it takes it takes an effect like i i just have a friend that yeah just very it's just very much about the money and the fame and and like the sex and and the clout and all that and it's just it's hard to be around because i feel like it doesn't align with my own principles or my or like my morals and it's 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 hard to want to like help someone like that and be like like you can't you can you can't make someone want to work on themselves and realize that through doing that they can get everything that they've wanted in their wildest dreams and it so it's hard to like want to shake them and be like look like it's right in front of you all you have to do is like look inward but also being like just setting boundaries and being like I don't know like I just can't be around that kind of thinking because I think I'm too in too vulnerable of a place right now that it it affects me and I'm like very empathetic so it's like I can feel it it's a feeling of it's just a dirty it's like I'm not trying to sound like holier than thou either but it's just like emotionally for me it just feels wrong and it and it makes me feel off and so at the moment I just need to protect my own peace and if that means pushing not pushing but just like removing myself from spaces and people that compromise things that I believe in deeply then I just have to do that and like it's hard but like you said like it really is freeing just just getting those things like cleaning your side of the street a lot of people say just keep your side of the street clean um and it's better not only for yourself but for whoever crosses your path essentially so these are just i'm like talk i'm going all over the place but i don't even know yeah i mean and it's also like it doesn't have to be that way forever like we don't have to like once the street is clean we can go back outside (laughs) and like maybe throw some well not throw some trash i don't want to (laughs) encourage like um that behavior but like once we have our peace protected and we can like handle it then it's like all right maybe i can like engage with that type of energy and spirit and kind of like understand how to operate in that space Mm -hmm. but if you're not even a if you're not equipped to be in that Mm. space it doesn't make sense Mm. to like it doesn't it doesn't make sense to go towards discomfort right. if, like, it's going to, like, see Like, you have yeah. to be ready to, like, engage right. in that and kind of feel that way. And so, um, no, I definitely understand that. And, like, you have to be ready to, like, receive certain, like, money, fame and all that. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, wanted to, I've wanted to, like, get super rich and just move away so bad for the past, like, three or four years. And, like... Like every other month, I'm like, no, I, I'm not, I'm not like, I, I didn't have this experience that like made me ready for that. Mm. Like I keep experiencing things. I was mm-hmm. like, I had to learn this before I got there. Like there's, I right. keep having to learn certain things that I'm like, 
if I if I had gotten rich, I wouldn't have been mm-hmm. this person. And I really like this person. Mm-hmm. And so it's important. Like some things are delayed by the universe, let's just say. But like some things you just have, you have to go. It's important to go through certain things before you get to things that you want, I think, in Definitely. a lot of cases. And so um, it's just, it's nice to be able to like experience in life and not, it's nice to not have everything you want, mm-hmm. one, because then it leaves you more things to look towards and to attain and to mm-hmm. kind of want to, to kind of strive towards. Um, and as they come in in spurts and doses, you kind of, it's just nice. It, it feels more healthy, you know, Definitely. it's like a, a steady incline. Um, but it's also knowing, I think, like the person earlier today was saying, like, we already have everything we need. Like, mm-hmm. as much as we want to go out and get all this extra stuff, like, most of everything we really need is internal and or or within arm's reach. Like, it's it's in a friend or it's in a it's right. in a parent, it's in a conversation, it's in a book or whatever. And you just have to, like, I feel like at some point I'm going to get to the point where, like, if I feel like I have to go outside of myself, I know I'm doing something wrong. Mm. Like I should, everything I need should be like within arm's reach. Definitely. Just understanding that and looking for it. I agree. And I mean, as far as like my personal, like spiritual beliefs go, I do think that within each of us is like the infinite, the infinite, like divine wisdom or, or, whatever you want to call it, like the macrocosmic, the divine, like whatever exists within and throughout all of us in the universe. And so like, I truly think that everything that, like all the tools you need, all the wisdom that you need, all the answers that you need already exist within you. And that's why meditation is such, is such an amazing tool because it allows you to quiet your brain and quiet and remove from everything that's going on around you and, and look within and then you find the stillness and you find the answers and you find what you need. Cause it, it, it I, I think it exists within all of us. And I think we can access it and through doing certain, I mean, it's whatever you want to call it through doing prayer, through doing meditation, through doing yoga, it can look like exercising. It can look like painting, like whatever allows you to, be outside of your just your thinking almost primitive brain and ego i would say and just allows you to be and to create and then you're you're in touch with like the pure essence that exists within and throughout all of us and it's like an infinite infinite just intelligence it's like a divine intelligence um and so truly you don't you don't need anything beyond that but also like you're saying like you have to go through you have to go through experiences you have to at times push yourself to do things that you wouldn't do otherwise you have to experience loss you have to experience joy you have to like go through different things to kind of get a more full and more round view of like the human experience and be able to understand different perspectives or just to be able to see things more 
not clearly, but just just like a broader range of what of meaning and of life, and that's what different trials and tribulations and like seasons of your life are for, and it helps you to reach that that deeper understanding of what it is to be a human and what life is beyond just being a human. But I do really think that looking inward and working on yourself is like, is how you fulfill your purpose in this life and how you're a better person for those around you. And like you were saying, like you're, a, it's of no benefit to anyone if you try to pull someone out of the hole if you're not out of the hole yet yourself. Like it's just, no one gains anything from that. So, I mean, I think therapy is amazing. I'm not in it. I have been in the past, but it's hard to find it. It's hard to find a good therapist. They say it's like dating. Like you have to try different ones until you find one that sticks. And I neither have the time nor the, I just don't have the will to do that right now. Yeah. No, it's a, a lot of people aren't good listeners. And I feel like that's like, at least that would be the thing that I'm looking for in a therapist, mm. like just willing to listen. Like I feel like you can be trained in, they can you can you can train someone in how the mind works, but you can't train someone to listen. Like, right. Someone can give you all the know all the tips, but if they don't, what most people want is just like an outlet in a lot mm. of cases. And so, journaling is therapy mm. in a lot of what journaling might be the best therapy, honestly, because yeah. like you have like a willing listener um, that like fully listens, you know, and it's not alive, but you know, if you just want an outlet, I think that's one of the best outlets. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you were talking about um, just like yoga and, um, uh, and um, a meditation and so forth. And that's something that like having what I boil it down to is just giving yourself like space, mm -hmm. like space to think and something that like bothers me a lot about our current, like the current social norms is like how much our phones and internet like mm -hmm. take up so much of that space, especially for me, like <laughs> my, for the longest time, I, like I haven't had any like mental space because it's been taken up by so many outside things. And so I'm curious as like a person that hasn't really had like, at least from since I've known you, like mm -hmm. hasn't really had like Instagram or anything like that. Like what's that experience <laughs> been like for you? And like what started that and yeah. so forth? Um, it, I think it was my winter of junior year that I deactivated my Instagram. I think it was that or my senior year, I don't remember. But honestly, where it, even before that, I always had a private account and occasionally I would do, like I would call it a cleaning and I would go through my followers, my following and my followers. No, I'd go through my, who I'm following and remove people, unfollow people that I really just didn't care to see their lives because I just don't, I don't like how superficial social media is and like the weird rules where it's like 
I've met you once and you request to follow me and I feel obligated to let you because if I reject you, then that's like, there's like beef there. It's gonna be like a bigger thing than it needs to be. So I have to let you follow me and then I have to follow you even though I had no interest in following you. And then my feed is filled with like people and things that, I, that simply I'm just like, I don't care to see this. So I would go through, unfollow people who I didn't care to see and then also remove them from following me so it wasn't just like they're still following me but I'm not following them back because that's not cool either and so I would do that periodically and just clean out and then I don't know I just hit a point where I was just like I it just it didn't interest me anymore I think it just I was just again like it's just such a superficial portrayal of what a person's life is or what their essence is and I'm just I just was no longer interested so I just I deactivated it and then if you're not logged in for like six months it just automatically deletes and so I haven't had an Instagram since then I had a TikTok for a bit but it was private and I had like 14 followers but I I'm a I have an addictive personality and TikTok is extremely addictive, like highly, highly, highly addictive. They make it that way. And I would just be on it, especially if I was like hungover on a Sunday, I would just, I, I would have Sundays, hungover Sundays where I would just be on it literally all day and just like, just completely piecing out of reality and just being online and just looking at different things and this and that. And I, and it got to a point where I was like, I know I'm down bad when I re-download TikTok because that just was my like escapism. And so I would like, a, it was a love-hate relationship. It was on and off. It was like an addiction. And then a few months ago, I just like completely deleted my account because I was like, this just, it isn't gonna work. So there's, I have no TikTok. I have no, I haven't had Snapchat and I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't even know how long. It just, yeah, I just don't, I don't like the way that social media is going. I don't like like TikTok, not only how addictive it is, especially like for younger people than us. Like I'm I'm just I'm concerned about how that's shaping, you know, instant gratification and neural feedback and, and what that's gonna look like for kids and attention spans. But also just the I I think it's stunting creativity and true creation and like songs now are made to be they're like one 20 second snip that could be like a TikTok trend for a dance or something and the rest of the song is shit like I just don't like how it's shaping the culture and how it's shaping art and people just co-opt other people's style off of TikTok and you walk down the street and see a, a million girls all dressed Bella Hadid core like it just people are becoming carbon copies of each other even more so than before and I just can't be plugged into it because not only does it make me furious but I don't like to compare myself to others. I do that enough as it is. So I just need to stay away. I think at some point when I start like branding something, I'm gonna have to be on it, but purely socially, it's not for me. Yeah. But what about you? You you still have an Instagram, right? Or uh, I deactivated this oh. week, actually. I went through one of those, yo, this is like, <laughs> for me, I was, I had a, um, I want to say something about the branding part, but okay. I'll get back to it. Um, 
for me, I've always like I've I, I wrote an article like fresh. I had a little blog mm-hmm. on freshman year, and I wrote a little article that said like I'm addicted, like I'm an addict, like mm-hmm. I know it, and like I've literally been trying to like get off social media for like the past five years since then, mm. and so it's just been a constant like activate deactivate Mm -hmm. i want to talk to people Mm. i'm getting stuck up in this loop um nowadays it's more so it's like a reward system it's like i get to the end of a long day and like Mm -hmm. i need i feel like i deserve something interesting i feel like for me it's not even like social it's just about filling space Mm. you know in a lot of cases it's like um I just need something to like not have to think about nothing. Interesting. Um, is that something like you're fine? Like, are you fine with that, or is that something? No, you still... I I don't like it at all, and so that's why I like. And maybe some of it is me trying to be like the perfect person of like I don't have any like vices, which isn't true, of mm. course. But like, but that's one vice that I don't like at all. Mm. Like, it's like one of those things where I like I've. I feel like shitty afterwards. Like yeah. I feel like, yo, I just spent like an hour on this thing just watching mindless mm-hmm. videos about like how the world is becoming increasingly similar and like homogeneous mm. and like in the um of vi- um, in my opinion is dying. Yeah, <laughs> like agreed. Like my my dad had told me a story of like as a kid he used to like going to airports because he would like sit and look at like shoes and you could like tell where people were from because they wore like different shoes that like you've never seen before and like now you travel to other places and they look like us and it's like it's the adidas sambas everywhere everywhere and or just whatever like nike or just just anything or or the same like outfits and silhouettes and so Mm. forth and brands and it's like it sucks that like we it 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 um its mission I guess is to like connect us, which I guess it does. But the fault of that connection is that everyone wants to be like what the like dominant idea right. is, and so it it's a it's a a detriment. It actually leads to less ideas in a lot of cases. Um, and it sucks on the branding that you have to go through those platforms mm-hmm. unless you do like guerrilla marketing, which I mean, may be fun. You know, yeah. nowadays, I think it's gotten so oversaturated that you may have a case for putting flyers True. up in, in some situations. Sure. Now, it can't spread as far, but it was funny. I was just like a part of me, like I said earlier, like wants to be so anonymous, so mm-hmm. bad and like. I like look up to certain people that like are that way. They like don't show their their face or like Frank Ocean or, or kind of don't. Well, that too always comes to mind. Oh well, yeah, I guess like Frank Ocean is one of them too. But I mean, I haven't even like thought about that. But what I forget is like they already built their brand, and right. so they're like they're chilling. They can be like yeah. anonymous, like yeah. for a person like myself. Like I haven't like I don't there's no reason for people to come and check on you. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of sacrifice that and, uh, um, uh, and, uh, um, 
anonymity for a bit to get to a place yeah. where you can go yeah. back to it. And so you do have to engage with the world uh, a bit, which is frustrating, but it's what it is, you know, unless we build something different, which, right. you know, takes time. But It does take time. But um, no, and also, I mean, I feel like for me, at least, a part of not wanting to do the branding and marketing and like the TikToks and all that kind of stuff it's like it could i can look at myself and be like maybe there is a little ego there and maybe i think i'm a little too cool and too offline to be doing something like that and so that's another thing where i'm like yeah the thought of making a TikTok makes me want to vomit like say for this podcast or like for whatever i'm i'm trying to promote but then there again is like another thing that makes me uncomfortable or, and if it does then maybe that then i have to lean into it ultimately mm-hmm. and like you're saying like we can't yeah we can't just peace out and like carry on as we are and think that like we're actually gonna just gonna i mean again it's possible to really just to somehow build like a platform and a basis of listeners and we could do guerrilla style i think that'd be cool but but you do kind of have to put yourself out there and that's part of it and and it's it's humbling too i think that that's it's important to be humble in your process and and have to put yourself out there and and put yourself out on the line and be ready to be judged and be ready to be embarrassed a little bit like it's all part of the process cuz you have to start somewhere and you have to have a, a kind of hustle and so yeah i mean that's that's a funny aspect just leaning into that um but yeah the homogeneity it's like going back to like the technology thing you know it's like they say like it it's like technology is like a gun that's what a lot of people say it's like it can be used for good or for evil and it's like it's making me think of origin by dan brown and pretty much what the book it's a fictional book um and it has a lot to do with futurism but ultimately kind of what it comes to is how which this is no revelation but when you really think about it it's interesting how pretty much humans and technology are codependent at this point and how technology is advancing at a, a quicker pace than we are as humans and i mean something i've been talking about with a lot of people recently is just how it's making leaps that like we can't keep up with as humans like we don't know the parameters we don't know how to deal with like i'm thinking of how a lot of like production companies and in tv just want to get like the license to a person's image and then they can use them as an extra as many times as they want and just like what does that look like as far as the payment goes for that like the payment towards that person like what are the what like how do we corral this like it's just these leaps are moving faster than we're able to keep up with i almost feel like technology is overtaking us we have like i can't get around manhattan in a timely matter without the train or without a car like it's just it's like if technology were to just completely shut down right now like the world would be in crisis like we truly are so deeply codependent with technology and it's scary and 
I mean, I personally think that the world is likely to end sometime soon, but it's also exciting. And I mean, all the advancements that are that come along with it, but also just it has a chokehold on on our existence, and it's it's interesting wanting to resist that, but also not wanting to be like an old person that doesn't know how to use an iPhone. Mm -hmm. So also like leaning into it, like striking that balance. I don't know, I went on a crazy tangent there, but like it's, I'm very intrigued by all of it. And, but also terrified at the same time. Yeah, it, uh, I recently, I, was, I forgot what I was looking at, but there was someone that was on like a bomb squad and he was like, what they're taught is like, all right, once in, in, in a split second, you're either the hero or it's, uh, or it's not your problem mm. anymore. And that's kind of how I feel about technology is like, worst comes to worst, it kills us and it's just not our problem anymore. <laughs> like we just don't exist and it's like, all right, that was the end of like humanity. <laughs> But best case scenario, it like it keeps advancing and it, it we we develop a codependency where some of the like horrors of our world kind of disappear in a way. Like in in school we we uh we just um had to read a um or read a book and they were just explaining so much about technology and what's coming and it was honestly like depressing to like oh, damn. I, I i i was feeling like very depressed after reading it not that there aren't good things but it's just like change is scary and like yeah. i think that's i think it's not necessary that it's depressing but it's going to disrupt our way of mm -hmm. life and so there's a lot of fear that comes with that um and so it's just a lot of just yeah, like you said, not being an old head, I, 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 we had like a post and I was like, yo, I'm becoming my parents. Like, I'm going to be the like 50, 60 year old. That's like, no, I don't want to use that. Stop it. But you can't become that because no. then you get left behind. Exactly. So, there's so many theories about how it's going to turn on. The one, we're either going to die, right? Because AI is going to be like humans aren't like compatible yeah. to optimizing yeah. the earth and that we're not going to be there and so we're just we out we're exterminated <laughs> or it like optimizes things so so sufficiently that like we enter like a post-capitalistic society where people just don't have to work anymore yeah wake up and be be myself and like that's really the only thing you can do at the end of it like Especially with the, like, creative aspect of, like, technology that, like, I think people fall into a rut because they're going to be trying to, most people want to create stuff that other people like. And so you mm. get into the, like, systematic creativity right. where you're, like, I'm trying to make something that so-and-so will put on this platform. But if you just, like... If like it's almost like a shield. Like if I make it for me and no one can hurt me, no one mm -hmm. can take it from me, and I have all I can do is gain from it. Like mm -hmm. if other people like it, oh okay, yeah. then it's exactly. cool. But we get caught in this like 
rut of like trying to make something that like other people gravitate to. And you just gotta, you, should, you just have to live. You gotta bounce. You gotta have the rhythm of life in you and just understand. That's why I'm like, I've, I, I feel like I'm in a, a period of life where I'm just in awe of the world. Cause I'm like, just living in it and like feeling it mm -hmm. and like feeling the wind blow past me mm -hmm. and like listening to the cars and mm -hmm. stuff it's just there's nothing else you really can do you know mm. <laughs> except live every day so but i do i feel like one so many people do just make like what what's trending and what's like just like the echo chamber because that's what's marketable and i mean in our society not i don't want to get annoying but like in a capitalistic society it's like you want to do a lot of people want to be what's popping and what's hot at the moment because that's how you get i mean i think people think that's how you get attention and that's how you get acclaim but tr things truly like catch people's eye and become a trend because it's not what's already happening and you see that a lot in just throughout history that like trends get co-opted from small niches. It's like a small niche somewhere that's doing something interesting and different. And then it catches like fire and it's spreading across the country or, or across the world even. And now it's a trend, but it starts from being something distinct and unique. But people now I think are on the tail end and like to just emulate what's already popular and it ends up not being anything different than what we're already seeing. But then there's also the, uh, the other side where something's popular, now there's the micro trends because something's popular right now. And so pe people are already thinking what's gonna be the next popular thing. And so a trend that used to stretch for like a decade is now only stretching for the span of like a couple of weeks. And that's, mm -hmm. you see micro trends in fashion, in, music just like everything it's just like things are cycling so quickly because people want to be ahead of the trends but then it, like I, we've gone through decades of, of fashion trends within the past couple of years a couple of times we've gone through a few different trends and now it's just i feel like we're at a state now where everything and anything goes because everything's in style and everything's out of style and that's why i think it's important to cultivate a sense of self outside of the internet and i think that will be a lot of people saving grace in the case that say that i don't know if there's some kind of cyber attack or like i'm just thinking out of the box but like if influencers or people that fi find their sense of identity solely within the internet but more importantly solely, solely through the validation of other people online then if that's gone all of a sudden the internet their technology then then their sense of self is gone. I think it's important to have a sense of self outside of who you portray yourself to be to the outside world. And that even that can even look like being an influencer and having an online personality, but then also having, I think a lot of influencers these days need to have a certain bubble around who they actually are. And maybe that means not putting everything online or just creating a completely different person online. But just having being having a secure sense of self that doesn't hinge on what's trending or what's going to get you likes or what's going to get you endorsements. And I mean, even beyond just like the Internet, like.
just having a sense of self outside of your work or outside of what finances your style of living just like having it being okay not even okay with yourself but being in touch with yourself is i think just crucial to truly surviving and like being in this world and being of service to other people is to is being yourself because if you're comfortable with yourself then you allow other people to be comfortable with themselves mm -hmm. that also yeah. all over the place no i i like the um especially the part about in influencers because it's become impersonal mm. and influence like actual influence comes from very personal things mm -hmm. and so we the the term influencer has developed to become something that it doesn't really mean i think like true influence mm. comes from that like sense of self in your own life outside of like I've experienced mm -hmm. this and like it really influences something because they resonate with me on this like deep level. Um, and so it's just we've um, yeah, I definitely agree with all of that. I, I definitely I definitely like that. It's important. It's so like being being anti-trend is being yourself i guess <laughs> i didn't mean to say that <laughs> that was that was part of my first thought i didn't gather fully today <laughs> but but yeah there is a sense of like like it's so important to like live in your own bubble and to just like live live on an island just like be alone be by yourself and just conceive of yourself in your own eyes. Because mm. um, if you let other people tell you who you are forever, you, you know, you, you're going to be lost yeah. forever trying to like find more people to yeah. tell you what to be for the rest of your exactly. life. So you got to have those moments where you just sit down and be like, this is me. This is what I'm going to put out. <laughs> Scream it from the top <laughs> of your lungs. <laughs> you know? Definitely. It's hard, though, to get to that point. I definitely am not at that point. Will I ever be at that point? I hope. Maybe it'll take a couple more lifetimes till I really am just <laughs> fully within myself. But hopefully this podcast will be a way for us to... I don't know. I feel like it's, it will be a journal of sorts. And I, I'm excited to like trace our evolution as this goes on. Um... And hopefully we can exist in resistance to trends. And like, I mean, obviously we're gonna talk about what's going on in the world around us because we don't exist outside of reality. But like, I think just being ourselves and truly and maybe sometimes that's we're out of fashion. Maybe sometimes we're in fashion, who knows? Um, I think that within itself and again creating for the sake of creating means something yeah uh my last uh i recently read something where they were like luck favors those emotions and so mm. having episode one is being in motion <laughs> you know we're putting ourselves I like that. in a position to be lucky just by doing anything i so. like that 
I think very happy to be here. Yeah, <laughs> happy to have gone through that first episode. That was episode one of Rain Check. Um, yeah, do we have... See you whenever. Go be yourself this week. <laughs> Go have a conversation with somebody. You know? Yeah, talk to someone. Yeah. But yeah. Interrupt someone's day. In a positive way. Yeah. Acknowledge someone's humanity. And you'll find the humanity within yourself. Weird. Corny, corny shit. All right, signing off. That was Rain Check, episode one. I'm JL. I'm M. <laughs> and that's it. Hope to be back with more soon. Cool. <laughs>